following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. It's time for Caffeinated Comics, a lively discussion and debate on comics, film, television, and collectibles, all fueled by the magic of Frappuccinos. Now, here's your hosts, John and Steven. Thank you, it's Cabinet of Comics, and I'm your host, John Clark. This is going to be one of those life-gets-in-the-way podcasts. Uh, there's not too much in the world of geek to jump all over, uh, not too much going on, but also, I'm recording this uh, Tuesday night, which is very late for this podcast, but it's because uh, we spent spent the week in the hospital, and I will tell you that story, and uh, we'll get into that, so... Ben, uh, for the last year, has been complaining that he's had these pains in his back, and he he has grown like six inches in a year. Uh, he went from being three inches shorter than me then to three inches taller than me, so I figured it was muscular. You know, uh, you grow that fast, there's a lot of strain on your body, there's a lot of strain on your muscles and your bones, but then he started getting nauseous, and then we realized, okay, there was something definitely wrong there that wasn't part of a growing pain so he went to a couple of specialists and we found out it was his kidney it was uh uh, he had a birth defect where there was a kink in the pathway coming out of his kidney in his ureter usually they spot this at birth for ben it never uh was noticed and you know ben definitely saw a lot of doctors when he was little so it was just something that didn't create an issue until puberty, really. So we um, we went to a few specialists. And they decided he was going to have surgery. They said routine minor surgery, and he'd be over there for the night. So that was on Friday. So I figured, all right, Friday, we'll be in, we'll be out, we'll be home Saturday, and then, uh, then we can do the podcast. And he had a complication. And um, he's okay now, but it was, I'm not going to say touch and go. It wasn't a life-threatening thing, but it, it did get a little intense. It uh, they uh, it turned out the kidney had was enlarged to the point where it was st- beginning to leak, so they caught it right on time. And then they st- uh, they had to remove the junction that led into the kidney, and then they had to stitch it back together and put a stent in there and give him a catheter. And they also had to put a drain uh, a tube coming out of his belly button for two days. And Ben was in a lot of pain, so he uh, stayed over that night. And they gave him, you know, pain meds, but he couldn't really move. He had a lot of trouble. And so Saturday afternoon, I brought him back here. And uh, he, you know, mostly watched South Park and played Red Dead Redemption. But he was in a lot of pain. He was uh, was really hurting. He had four incisions in his stomach. And he uh, had this tube. And... Uh, we're on the other side of that now. We took Monday off to take him back to the doctor to remove the tube. So everything's okay. But it was uh, very much a an absorbing weekend. So um, not a lot. There was there were some times where we're waiting in the in the hospital room. And I'm just on my phone because there's nothing else to do. And I'm like, oh, look, the Mezco Fantastic Four is on sale. Oh, the Mezco Spider-Man's coming out. Oh, the uh, the Asmus uh, Gollum is is on sale right now. And all of it's like, well, I'm 
you know, I, I don't want to chase that. I didn't want to read anything. I didn't really want to watch anything. He and I watched uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and South Park and uh, the new season of Rick and Morty. Uh, we watched that on the iPad in the hospital room, but I, but it was like a complete pause on uh, the geek things that usually consume me that I want to talk about every week. Uh, obviously, still love all that, but it just kind of wasn't really important. And in fact, like doing the podcast, I was like, I, uh, I wasn't ready to do the podcast uh, today. It it was one of those. I've never had this before. I've been a parent now for um, over sixteen years, and um, haven't been in any life threatening things. He's Ben's broken some bones, and he's you know he's gotten sick. He's got he had things like COVID and flus, but. Uh, to be in the hospital room when when they wheel him out and he's joking around and and uh, and being silly and just kind of trying to take his mind off it and they prep him with the anesthesia and then they wheel him out and and then you wait you know three hours and then you go back and it's a totally different kid he's pale he's he's uh, logy he's listless and then you see him take a couple of days to struggle to get back. It really made me realize like the struggle a lot of parents go through because we were in a children's hospital and all I kept thinking as tough as it was, was like this, the struggles we're dealing with in this room are happening in every room in this building. And some of them are a lot more serious and some of them don't have less than happy endings. Uh, So it was it yeah it really uh it really took a lot out and you know monday uh, he went over to uh to my uh, my exes who uh used to be on this podcast from time to time but he went back over there and then you know jill and i like f- struggled to get to normal it was like let's play a game let's watch this show let's like forcing ourselves you know you know let's have a drink let's have forcing ourselves to like snap back into normal and it just didn't happen. And, uh, I went to work and I realized the next day I was glad to kind of get out of the house and go into the city and have all this. And and it was nice to not have it hanging over my head because I wasn't scared that something terrible was going to happen, but it's taken a long time to shift down gear to, you know, just normal, like going to work, watching TV, you know, being silly. Um, the last, Last couple of months, uh, when I've been really like overwhelmed and stressed out, and and I've had a lot of work, which has made the podcast kind of a struggle. Uh, certainly up to the holidays was very very busy. All I could really do to unwind, I couldn't watch anything that I could pay attention to. Couldn't really read, so that took a lot of comics and movies off the table. I just would sit and watch Adam West Batman. It was the simplest easiest most positive thing and i could just kind of not unfocus and stare at it because honestly i've seen them a bunch of times but there's so many episodes i don't remember them all and there's are a lot of forgettable episodes you know it's not like star trek where you kind of remember the plot of each one of them some of them just go by and you were like okay that was the fifth catwoman episode what'd she do (laughs) and that was about as far as i could get into geekness and then this weekend not much although i will say today i was on my way home i was on the train after like trying to pull my my brain back together 
And coming home on the train, I had a Marvel Masterworks of uh, Marvel team up. Volume seven is the new volume that's out. And it has some Chris Claremont, John Byrne stories in there. Um, there is no classic in Marvel team up. It was always a C level book. Uh, and a lot of these stories were just so lightweight and they passed over me. And it's the kind of thing where I think, yeah, maybe I'm too old for comic books now. I mean, I'm middle-aged, so maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm finally too old for comics. Uh, Cause I literally read a story where uh, Spider-Man and Luke Cage try to put out a fire for 20 pages. It was, that's the depth, the, no character development. No, there's some, let's see, but it did kind of, let my brain pause. I didn't. I didn't have to think about continuity. I didn't have to think about you know a darker themes. I didn't have to think about where this is going and what story it's going to lead into. Uh, I didn't have to think. Oh, this is the era of the time. This is what we're saying about society at large. It's just you know Spider Man and Spider Man and Daredevil are going to try to stop the owl, then <laughs> Spider Man and Luke Gage are going to try to put out a fire and then Spider-Man it goes to Saturday Night Live which uh is is quite a unique experience it happens in the mid 70s and so he meets John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray who is such a new cast member nobody bothered to learn his likeness there's just a guy and they call him Bill Murray and the thing I didn't know I've known about this issue uh growing up uh, I would see it at, at cons, but I've never read it. The thing I didn't notice was Stan Lee is the host that week. <laughs> it's really and Chris Claremont writes it, and there are Chris Claremont jokes, and has none of the tone of the seventies <laughs> Saturday Night Live. It was just there because it was the hot thing of the time. Um, but it reminded me of what a diversion comics and superheroes really are. Uh, we can take them so seriously. And, you know, I, I'm i in my 11th year of doing a podcast about it. And as I said, I uh, in, the, in the 90s, when I was in college and out of college, I was as serious as anyone about writing comics for a living. And I uh, wrote a few, um, and I'm proud of the ones I wrote. But, uh, I, you know, but when I was, I treated those stories so, so personally, so carefully and read as much as I could, and argued about um, what I thought the real versions of the character were. Um, and it's it's a nice reminder that these are supposed to be fun play playtime. It's supposed to be escapism. You're supposed to not come at it with the same intensity that you have to go at life. Uh, I put on... I, I, again, I couldn't think of what to watch. So I put on the an episode of The Batman, which was the series they did after Batman Beyond in 2003. Jeff Matsuda did the designs. The designs are really different. Those are the ones where like Joker looks like a Rastafarian and uh, Bane is red and uh, the Penguin is voiced by Tom Kenny. It's a weird show. And at the time I hated it because it was such a step down in sophistication from Batman the Animated Series. And lately I've been reading all these articles about like, oh, how the Batman is the most overlooked show and it was really, really great and it doesn't get the credit it deserves. And I put on, so I put on an episode and the two things that struck me were, first of all, I still didn't like it, uh, but I realized it wasn't poorly written. It was aimed at kids the way 
Batman the Animated Series was supposed to be, but they never did it. They aimed it at, you know, uh, tweens and college students, uh, which is why it's probably so revered to this day. The Batman was... But the thing to remember when they did Batman the Animated Series is that the network wasn't happy about that. They were like, you're losing little kids, and little kids are what keep the lights on. Little kids are what buy the breakfast cereals and the toys that we put the commercials to. You know, your college students that are buying 40s of Crazy Horse... And maybe they're going into Toys R Us and looking for the variant of Batman. But so when they did the Batman, the Batman, it was like, make this for six year olds. And I watched one episode and I was like, oh, this wasn't supposed to be aimed for me. And now there's so much comic stuff that I realize, you know, not everything has to be aimed for me just because I'm a diehard Batman and Spider-Man fan. There's a lot of Batman that I don't need. And it also reminded me how angry I was at this show when it came on. And now it's a curiosity. And maybe it's because there are so many versions that you've seen version after version after version that nothing threatens your version of the characters anymore. Certainly a Batman. I mean, there had been six different versions before this series aired and, you know, you could pick and choose your favorites and, I mean, since then, there have been live-action Batman series that I didn't watch. You know, I saw one episode of Pennyworth. I watched none of Gotham Knights. I watched Gotham, and I hated it. Um, I saw one, five, four or five episodes, maybe, of Batwoman, only season one. I, I don't feel like I had to watch all the Batman stuff. And I remembered when this show aired, and I saw Joker and Penguin... And Bane and uh, Clayface and the styles they picked and the voices they hired. And I was like, oh, man, this doesn't feel like Batman. And I I never wanted to be the guy that said, that's not my Batman, um, which, which is famously quoted in Batman Brave and the Bold, which is a show I did love. But I'm not precious anymore because everybody is going to come in and take these characters and do something different with them. And if you don't... They become stale. You know, I was watching uh, I was watching an old episode of The Monkees, and they did a joke about, you know, the monkeys were using a phone booth for a long time, and Superman wanted to get changed. And, uh, you know, a guy was just dressed up like Clark Kent. Uh, it was at, and The Monkees, remember, airs the exact same time as Batman, so it's like an Easter egg to another hit show. And the thing that, uh, the thing that, that struck me is that it it doesn't it when it doesn't really matter anymore. Things have to change. Superman was known to change in phone booths. When I was a kid, Superman went into phone booths to change. And then at some point during the nineties, we stopped having phone booths that you could close the door. But in the eighties, they stopped having phone booths so you could close the door. And then by the two thousands, there stopped being phone booths. So but there still is a Superman. That is something that's an iconic trope of Superman. And it's gone. And it has to be gone. Because if you have a Superman that has to go change in phone booths, you're doing a period piece. You know, it's it's like Sherlock Holmes. Most people, with the exception of the Stephen Moffat series, um, and, you know, the elementary on CBS, most of them have done them as period pieces. They've been Victorian historical dramas because that's when Sherlock Holmes was written. So they go back to the time it was written. 
I don't really want superheroes to be stuck in the 30s and 40s and the 60s. They do have to move on. And sometimes they move on in ways I don't like. But I'm learning more than ever that they're changing ways I don't like is fine. Uh, I'm getting old enough where I'm forgetting some of the stories I read that, that I loved when I was a kid. I can read them again. You know, right now, Batman hasn't done anything in the comics that's really interested me in the last three years. Spider-Man, I think, is okay. But I don't live and die on the comics. I don't live and die on the comic store. I don't even live and die in the movies. I thought the Robert Pattinson Batman was a good movie. I want to see another movie. But it's not didn't burrow in my brain the way the Tim Burton movies or Batman the Animated Series or Adam West did. And that's fine. Uh, maybe because there are more important things. And I'll always love these superheroes. And I will always be excited when they do something interesting. Uh, doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a video game or a toy or a television show or a movie or a new direction in the comics. I'll always be interested and I'll always be there when they do something interesting. But when they don't, it's okay to turn your head. Uh, I guess that's about it. But things are things are getting better. Things are okay. So we get back to focusing on what's important. We get back to talking about superheroes and comics and uh, making each other laugh. And uh, we'll do all that starting next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening.